Hi, this is Taxi's Chronicles, and I'm your host, Simon Rushton. Today, I'm going to tell you a story. <laughs> so I'm laughing already. I'm going to tell you a story about cultural differences and misunderstandings. This is not my story, of course. It's somebody else's story. He's he's quite a bit older than me. Um, it's a story that comes to mind and brings a smile to my face. So I thought I'd throw it in there, even though it actually wasn't told in it. Excuse me. Even though it actually wasn't told in the taxi. This guy I used to work with, I used to work in the sorting office in um, NatWest sorting office. And um, we used to work through the night. So we used to get there when it's dark and leave there just before the sunrise. So we kind of like vampires. And you never used to see daylight so you were right in the bottom of the, deep down in the bottom, about three or four stories down in the ground. But anyway, we used to be quite bored. We are just putting letters by postcode or whatever in certain boxes and it's getting mailed into wherever it needs to go around the country. And that's, this was in the early, this is in the 90s, probably early 90s, something like that. Not long left school and things, agency work. So this guy was telling me about how when he was at school, and he's a lot older than me, I think he's in his 30s. He used to take coke as well. Ha! I mean, he used to take coke religiously. And he used to say, I've been taking coke all my life. And he never had a problem with it. And he just does it socially or to chill out. And he's okay. And that was a big insight. But then I had worked on the lorries, which is another story for another episode, which I probably share sometime. But sticking with this story, he he's talking about school in the, in the 80s and there's up north. And they were playing football, and um, this boy, someone kicked the football, and it went and hit this Chinese kid in the back. Now, there's only reason I tell you people's nationalities or race here is because it's part of the story of cultural differences and misunderstandings. Anyway, this this kind of um, Jack the Lad white kid, he was um, he decided to pipe up and say, "Hey, kick the ball back over here!" And the Chinese kid, to not look weak, he kicked the ball away. So the Jack the Lad kid goes, "Oi, that's it! You and me after school." But in his northern accent, <laughs> I won't attempt to do a northern accent. I'm one of the Lannisters down south. <laughs> those of the Game of Thrones fans, you get that joke. But anyway, um, so through the lunch break now, lunch break, everybody's like, do you know, it's going to be fight after school, it's going to be oh, Jack and one of the Chinese kids, blah, 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 like that. And, and um, it's rumour, rumours was going around where it's going to be, what time, what's going to happen. And Jack was the kind of kid who used to, who'd, he would hyperball any situation, you know, he's always open mouth, blah, blah, blah. And he's the kind of kid who'd say, yeah, I went, <laughs> this was my friend's exact words at that time. He said, the kind of guy would say, I went down the pub on the weekend, I shagged three birds, saw Lennox Lewis, hit him in the belly with a fire machine, uh, a fire extinguisher. <laughs> and I told him, those birds are mine. That is that kind of person who just, just tells stories for story's sake, you know, whether you believe him or not, he's just entertaining in one sense. So at the end of this uh at the end of school now, 
they'd all finished and like Jack was marching out and it was a big playground and then times you didn't have fences around schools so the school kind of play area opened out onto a road but then there was old kind of rubble building rubble that was peaked on the on the other side of the road like where you stop gypsies trying to like the council build these mounds of rubble to stop gypsies going in the land and that kind of thing so as Jack's come out of school everybody's walking behind him he's seen the Chinese guy and two of his other Chinese friends at the top of this kind of mound I know it's maybe three meters high or something like that there's rubble so as he's walking towards the school's walking towards with him now obviously in those days schools were a lot bigger so you've got probably a thousand kids kind of you know people walking to watch what's going to happen all that kind of thing and as they're walking walking jack's getting faster everyone's getting faster and faster and faster and faster anyway so they get into this point and um they're crossing the road the cars are kind of stopping there's not many cars in that day and age but the cars are stopping then they're going up making their way up this mound and as they're going up this mound this rubble they're kind of slipping and then they look and the sun is shining down onto them so they can see the chinese kids but they can't really see them as face because the sun's kind of blinding them as going up there so he says as they're going up there all they heard was ching ching <laughs> out come these massive choppers <laughs> my mate said at the time he said he's never seen so many school kids do a perfect u-turn on a bunch of rubble at the same time <laughs> it was like sitching that synchronized swimming kind of thing and he said what he got from that frogs if you tell one of those people at those that time that period in time that we're going to fight after school so it means someone's going to lose a limb obviously everybody decided to leave the chinese kids off <laughs> <laughs> leave them alone and don't bother with them but that's what I'm talking about it's cultural differences you've got to understand where people are coming from to what you're saying now I'll just throw in another story on that when I was in college there was a guy called Philip and I used to work with him in McDonald's and um, <clears throat> Philip was really strong and we used to play fight in McDonald's yeah, teenager that's what you do but he's older than me and he used to train Muay Thai in Thailand and um, he could pick up I'm not sure for those who've ever worked in McDonald's you have those f- f- um, fry racks where they cook all the fries and they hook cages that hook onto a big trolley he could lift up that whole trolley just from bending down and lift it up and that was really heavy and I could never do that so when we used to play fight I'd say yeah come on then and do my fists and he used to just punch my fists <laughs> That's what he did. And I couldn't fight because my fists were busted, yeah? And then he's like, all right, all right, all right, all right. You know, one of those ones. Oh, all right, yeah. And he's smaller than me, but he's older than me anyway. And um, one day, why was I telling this story now? Um, one day, yes, back to the college day. One day, there was another kid. Uh, what's his name? Michael. I think he's dead now. I can't remember, but anyway, he's, he's like being a bad boy. You think he's a, like, a little bad boy. Those days we had people K 
kids called raggers who had all the colourful trousers, colourful string vests hanging out, that kind of thing. And um, he was doing something. I think he decided to bother Philip. Philip was like, he ain't long come from Thailand. Before that, he was in Ghana. But his mindset was different. So he turned to this guy, Michael. He said, if you do that again, I will break every bone in your body. And the way he said it, <laughs> the way he said it, I think if Michael registered, this is a different kind of dude. This is a different kind of brother. And if I'll let him go. I'll just, uh, this is not one boat I need to take a ride on. <laughs> yeah. It's not something you need to play about. You need to understand where people are coming from. Yeah, in these respects, don't go around challenging people to fight. That's the moral of this story. Whether you're young or old, don't do it. You'll get yourself in a world of trouble if you don't know where people are coming from. Like my old man used to say, you walk around with a knife, someday somebody who knows about knife fighting will take that knife off you and ram it straight up your ass. <laughs> and you'll look pretty stupid in hospital. And they try to pull it out for you. <laughs> Uh, sorry for laughing but it's just speaking about memories but I just thought I'd share this story because um, yeah it's just moles it's like and I've had it before when I'm driving along I used to do my white van driving and, um, and I was down Bermondsey and I was young uh, much younger uh, I think I was in uni still I do white van driving in between on breaks and stuff and speeding around bit of boy racing you're in your um, white van and my mirror hit another van's mirror and I remember one of those mirror guys came out from the chip shop why what are you doing and I stepped out of the vehicle now if you don't know me I'm just shy of six three I shrunk a bit but I'm a decent size and then when he saw me he went oh uh well you all right um well yeah okay well, no, it's, it's all right now. It's, it's fixed. I know accidents happen. <laughs> it was one of those ones. I think he thought, I, I don't know, I, he didn't even see me at the start. But um, I think when I got out, obviously, my size changed his mind and stuff. But yeah, know, know what you're dealing with before you get yourself involved. And think before you speak is probably the most stories on these ones. Anyway, I hope you like these little short but sweet episodes. Um, like I said, don't forget to listen to, as usually I say, don't forget to listen to our Africa Investor Stories podcast with real investors talking about real, uh, sharing their real experiences slash stories about how and why they invested in Africa and what part. Obviously, it's been a big continent, as someone pointed out to me in the car like I didn't know yesterday. Um, considering it's got the fastest growing population on earth which means more services of all types that we use here they need there so if you're in the industry in any industry here they probably need it out there so it's something you may consider if you want guidance because you're um, you're uncomfortable about investing in Africa then probably that's a podcast to listen to and, and along with that they've got what 30% of the world's natural resources known to man considering there's it's so large there's many more natural resources that are in the land that man has not found yet so keep that in mind and um, that 
material that we use for mobile phones comes from Africa, from the DRC. So without the DRC, we would not be speaking on mobile phones. But apart from that, have a nice day and I hope you like this episode.